We're just going to jump right into the word, into our series, Words Are the Keys. I'm really enjoying this series. I hope that you are. Um, tonight, the subtitle is, uh, so it's Words Are the Keys Tonight to Eliminate Stress in Your Life. Uh, that, that's a, you know, that, that's a hot topic throughout our nation, throughout the planet, actually is learning to live a life where you're free from stress. I'm telling you, based on this message tonight, that words are the keys that unlock a door, unlock a life that can be free from stress. And I'm I'm excited to really just jump into the word tonight and look at it. We're going to use a few of the verses that we've used in the last several weeks, um, starting with Matthew uh, chapter 16 and verse 19. And I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. And um, Jesus is telling his disciples this. And, and we talked about it more in detail in, in one of the other messages about what he was asking them about. But in, in chapter 16 and verse 19, he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind, in parentheses, it says, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already bound in heaven and whatever you loose, declare lawful on earth, must be what is already loosed in heaven. So he gave us the keys to bind and loose. And the way we bind and loose, it's not like I get a pair of handcuffs and bind somebody up. We bind things, we loose things with the words of our mouth and the authority that God has given us. Us really believing that we have faith in what we say, that when we say what he says is so, we see things manifest and come to pass. That's the authority that he gave us. That's what he's talking about right there. Another verse of scripture I want to look at is found in Romans 10 and verse 9 and 10. It says that if you confess your, with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes. That's what we were talking about in the verse before. You have to believe that what you bind and loose is going to be bound and loosed. And and he said here, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, unto wholeness and deliverance, not just being born again. You know, that initial confession that we make as we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're saved. we're, We're born a second time. But then, from then on, the believing and the confessing is a way of life. We allow the word that we begin to hear, like you're hearing tonight, we make that a part of our lives by us putting it in our mouth and speaking it out of our mouth to where we can hear it. So he said, with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation, unto being saved, but being healed, delivered, set free in every area, being liberated from stress in your life. You realize that stress is the greatest killer on the planet, causes heart attack, it causes more people to leave the planet than COVID, I don't care anything else. Stress is the greatest killer on the planet. God wants you and I liberated and he wants stress eliminated from our lives. Amen. Can you believe you believe with me tonight that God wants you and I liberated and free from it. So he wants us talking less, just just gibberish and speaking the word more. 
Because speaking the word is the keys that unlock the kingdom of God. The words that we speak, speaking the word of God is the keys that unlock the kingdom on the earth. Jesus said, I came to set up my kingdom. He said, I came to establish the kingdom of God, God's way of thinking and doing and operating in the earth. And he does it in our lives when we begin to believe that his word is more true than anything that we see, feel, taste, or touch. Our five physical senses don't control our life. God's word controls our life. But we've got to get that word in our mouth, coming out of our mouth, going in our ears, and being established down in our heart. James chapter 3 and verse 2 has been a foundational scripture that we had. I'm going to read it in two different translations. James 3, 2 in the, in the New King James says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man able also to bridle the whole entire body. I like what the New Living Translation says here. He says, Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, if we could control what we say, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. You know what that means based on our title tonight? That we are in control of whether we live a life stressed out or stress-free. We're in control of that. We choose. You choose to be stressed. You choose to take stressful thoughts and let them be a part of your life versus casting those thoughts and casting them away and actually filling your mind and your heart with the truth of God's word. And that's what we're going to look at in scripture tonight. So I believe that true maturity in a person's life is witnessed. True maturity is witnessed by what you say. You, you can tell a person where they're at in life by the things that they say out of their mouth. <clears throat> controlling your word, every word out of your mouth, controlling it means that you're growing up that you're maturing and developing, and that's what God wants. That's why I teach things like this. That's why we bring the word in, in such a way as this, because it's so vital that you grow up in your life, that you become everything that God created you, but you never will if you don't change your words. Change your words, you change your whole life. When you change what you say out of your mouth and start believing that what you're saying from God's word is true, then you'll change your whole life. Things you don't like about your life today, I'm telling you, it starts with words. So I want to look at <clears throat> a passage that I'm, I, I'm not going to read all of it, but, but this is a passage found, uh, one of the places it is found is in, in the book of Matthew and, and the sixth chapter. And I'm going to read out of the New King James for this passage with a few scriptures I'm going to read here. I'm going to start with verse 25. <clears throat> and Jesus made this comment. He said, Therefore I say to you, verse 25 of Matthew 6, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, <clears throat> what you will eat, what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body than clothing? I'm convinced that what Jesus said here had to do not just with food and clothing, but anything in life. He just used those two as examples. And then he went on to talk about how birds are, uh, you know, are fed and taken care of. Are we not worth more than that? He went on talking about the lilies of the field and how they're clothed. Does God not see us as more important? Well, a lot of the problem is m most people or a good majority of people don't think that they're more important than the birds or flowers. 
but they are because the scripture says so here. But he said that, he said <clears throat> in verse 27, he says, which of you by worrying and being fretful and anxious and stressed out can add one cubit to his stature, can add anything to his life, can help anything out. You don't see very many stressed out birds laying around and you don't see very many flowers. I mean, if you don't water your flowers, they look like they're stressed, but they're not. They're just kind of dying. They're just laying there doing nothing. They, they expect to flourish. Birds expect to be fed. God takes care of them. He takes care of the birds. You don't see very many malnutrition birds because they're taken care of. And he's saying, you're worth even more than that. <clears throat> and he said in verse, 20, in, in verse uh, 31, he said, therefore, do not worry saying. Do not worry or be fretful or be anxious or allow yourself to be stressed by saying, what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? What am I going to drink? How am I going to pay this bill? What about the future? What about my kids? What about this? What about that? All these things. He said, do not, he said, do not worry or fret or be anxious or be stressed by saying, how am I going to fix this? How is this going to happen? But he said, after all these things that you think, you know, are so, you're, you're so stressed out about, about just the material things in life, the direction of your life, the future of your life. He said, well, after all these things, the Gentiles seek after. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. God already knows what you have need of. He already knows what you have need of. I, I've become convinced of that today in my life. And one of the ways that I became convinced of that was by speaking this confession. And I say this over myself every day. I say this. I say, I never say I can't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <clears throat> I cast every care every day and I worry, fret, or am anxious about absolutely nothing. Those two things I say every day over my life. I'll read them again. I never say I can't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I never say I can't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I cast every care every day and I worry, fret, or am anxious about absolutely nothing. I'm telling you, the stress levels in my life has so lowered because I choose not to worry about even one thing, not anything. I choose not to worry, to be fretful, to be anxious about absolutely nothing. And, that, and, and I really truly believe in this passage that we're reading here that this is what he's saying. He said, for after these things, <clears throat> the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows you have need of all these things. But he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said, all these things shall be added to you. All of these things shall be added to you. Nothing shall be left out. Everything that you need for your <clears throat> your." bills to be paid, for having enough food, knowing where your future is, knowing about the, the, the future of your children, or I, I don't care what it is, 
that the future of your life, God already knows what that is. He wants you connecting with Him, and the way you do that is by the words of your mouth. Most people stress their way through life. Anxious about this, taking the care of this, fretting over this thing, worried about tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And he said, seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. Remember Jesus said he was here to establish the kingdom of God. He gave us authority to bind and loose on the earth to see God's kingdom come to pass. And he said here, he said, um, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness first and all the things that you fret or are anxious or stressed out about all those things will be taken care of. They'll be added to you. And then, and, then he, and then he ends with this. He said, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. <laughs> you know that God's already made tomorrow? And everything that you need, He's already taken care of for tomorrow, the next day, next month, next year, 50 years from now. He's already taken care of everything in our life. We're to trust Him and have faith in Him, but we never will if the words of our mouth are, are setting the tone for our future. Worry about this. Take the care of that. Oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this? What about this situation and that situation? If I'm constantly worrying and fretting and allowing my words to go in that direction, God can't step in and show you how He's already got it fixed. He already knows everything that you have need of. He already knows situations that seem and appear to be difficult. And he said, you let me handle it by you seeking me. You putting my word, don't allow words of, what am I going to wear? What am I going to drink? How am I going to take care of this? How am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to overcome in this situation? And on and on and on. If I let those words come out of my mouth, then I'm, I am hindering God from him being able to do in in my life, what he has already done, actually. He's already done everything. But he can't prove to me that he's more real than the things that I see if I allow these words to come out of my mouth and keep me in a stressed out, stressful situation and causing all kinds of things around me not to work. I, I promise you, when you're stressed and you allow yourself to be stressed out, you, you stress other people out. You affect other people around you. God doesn't want us to be that. God wants us to be people that are calm, peaceful, and knowing that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. A couple other confessions that I speak out of my mouth every day along this line. I have faith, hope, and love. I resist grief and sorrow. I'm an overcomer. I resist grief, sorrow, things that try to bring stress and pressure on my life. I resist them. Remember what he said? The resisting is in the binding and loosing. No, 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 no. You fear, you situation here, I command you to be gone. I command you, I cast the thoughts of this situation away and I give no place to the enemy right now in this situation that I'm facing. I give it no place to operate in my life. I truly give it no place. And, and, but, but when I'm speaking things like this, I resist grief and sorrow because I'm an overcomer. When I'm aware of that, when things come, didn't say if they come, it's when they come. When stuff comes to try to stress you and I out, to try to put us under pressure, we have the ability to bind and loose, to resist in the name of Jesus and give the devil no place. Another one that I say, 
I hear his voice, I do what he says, and I worry about nothing. I hear his voice, I do what he says, and I worry about absolutely nothing in the name of Jesus. I have nothing to fear. I have nothing to be overcome about. I have nothing to be drained about. I can be strong and vibrant and full of life and vitality all the days of my life when the Word of God is in my mouth, coming out of my mouth, in my ears, and getting down in my heart. That's the process that God has set up for a human being to exist on planet Earth. If you don't do that, you're, you, are, you are tolerating stuff. You're in, you know, you're in survival mode. You're in, existent, in existence mode. You're just existing on planet Earth. God didn't want us to exist. He wants to, us to live vibrant and in life and vitality and accomplishing great things. That's what the Word of God is there for in our lives. So I want you to look at this last passage, and I'm going to read it in a couple of different translations, this last passage of Scripture, that it's a familiar one. If you've been around here at all, um, you know this passage because we talk about it a lot. But it's found in Philippians 4, and I'm just going to start with verse 6. I'm going to read it first out of the New King James. And he said, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. How do you let a request be made known to God? With your mouth, with your words, right? Words are the keys that unlock the door to anything and everything that we need in life. And tonight we're talking about eliminating stress. Words are the keys to eliminate stress. So he says here in, in this verse, he said, be anxious for nothing. Instead, in other words, replace it by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And what will happen? And the peace of God which passes all of your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know what that says to me? That says it's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility to try to bring peace to my mind. Jesus said he gave us his peace, and that peace will overshadow my mind and my heart when I choose to replace worry, fretfulness, the cares of this life, anxiety, stress, and pressure, when I choose to replace the words that are centered around those type of things in life, when I choose to replace them with the Word of God, then what comes on the scene is this peace of God that goes beyond my natural understanding. I can't figure out why I shouldn't be at peace, but I'm at peace. I shouldn't be calm, but I'm calm. I shouldn't be not stressed out, but I'm not stressed out. I, I'm not allowing myself to give in to that. Why? Because I've begun to change my words. I've begun to mature. I've begun to grow up. I've begun to grow out of this infant lifestyle of constantly being moved and disturbed and upset by my emotions. I'm telling you today, words in your mouth of the Word of God are the keys that will change your whole life. You change your words, you change your life. I, I, I'm absolutely confident of it. He said, and he said, after that, he said, it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And then it says this. Here is the second thing that I want to drive, the point that I want to drive home tonight. 
You change your words, you change your life. Why? Because your words being changed, instead of saying, oh God, what am I going to do about this? Oh God, how am I going to pay this? Oh God, how about this situation? What am I going to do about my kids? Oh God, I'm so afraid of this. When you begin to change all of those words that you say out of your mouth, with what God's word says, then it gives you something to meditate. Watch this. Verse nine, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, no, verse eight, I'm sorry, verse eight and nine. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Everybody say that, meditate. Meditate on these things, he said. Say it again, meditate. You can't meditate on something that you haven't heard. And the best thing, you're hearing me say this tonight, you can take this message home, notes you've taken, go back and listen to it again. You can take this message and you can meditate on the message. But what God wants you meditating on are the things that you're saying. That's why your daily routine is so vitally important so that you can meditate. Think about it. He said, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, things of a good report, See, when you're declaring the report of the Lord, that's a good report. Let's say you got a bad report. Let's say somebody said something ugly to you, and now you're mad, you're upset, you're fretting over it, you're talking about it all the time. That's a bad report. Well, you're not going to meditate on a good report when what's coming out of your mouth is linked to a bad report, right? You're not going to meditate on lovely things when you're constantly speaking unlovely things. You're you're not going to do it. He said, whatever things are are just and pure or noble, if if you're not meditating on those things that come from the Word of God, you're, you're, and, or you're not speaking those things that come from the Word of God, you're not going to meditate on those things. You've got to grab that and, and get a hold of that tonight. The things that you speak are not changing your natural circumstances at the moment because first, your natural circumstances won't change until you change in your thinking. And you'll never change in your thinking if you don't change your words. But he said, he said, when you begin to change your words and you replace your anxious thoughts and words with words of thanksgiving, of exhortation, of prayer, of supplication, declarations about the things that God says are so, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You need to hear yourself say that so you can meditate on those things. Now, I've told you this. I've told you that I do this. I told you I do this all the time. I told you that I pray for you on a daily basis. I tell you that I speak over you on a daily basis. So Paul told his disciples this last verse, verse 9 that I'm going to read. He told them this, and I'm saying this to you. I'm not saying, I'm not comparing myself to the Apostle Paul or to Jesus or comparing myself to some. I'm comparing myself to the Word of God. And he said this, The things which you've learned, verse 9, things which you've learned and received and heard and you saw in me, these do, and the peace of God will be with you. 
If you believe that I believe this and that I practice these things, many of you have seen me do these things, live this certain type of a lifestyle. I'm telling you, the things that you've seen, not just me tell you to do, but you've seen me do personally, do those things and the God of peace will be with you. That's right. That's what Paul said. I'm saying the same thing. I haven't done everything perfect. I haven't done everything right. But the things that you've seen, if I've, if I've preached the word to you and I've been true in what I've preached and you've seen me walk that out, just do the same thing. Same good things that have happened to me will happen to you in even greater things. Because you're taking what you've heard, applying it to your life and watching the glory of God manifest. So I want to, I'm not going to be much past 30 minutes. It's okay. It was right at 30 minutes. Oh, okay. It was like, it was going to cut off. Oh, that is. Morning, oh, okay. So I just needed to do it when you were in a break. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Okay, it's fine. You just keep going. I, I, you were. Ready? Yep. Okay. So I want to read this out of the message translation. I really like this. Starting with verse 6, from 6 to 9. I want to read this in the message. And it says this. Don't fret or worry, verse 6. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. How do you pray? With words. We say that prayer is connection with God. When I'm declaring that the greater one lives in me, when I'm speaking the word of God, I'm connecting with him. I'm praying in one form or another. Many types of prayers, and we're not talking about that tonight, but that's what he's talking about here. He said, he said instead of worrying, pray. Replace all of the anxious thoughts, words, and ideas that you have, replace those with what God's Word says coming out of your mouth. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. How good is that? I'll say it again. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. I'm telling you, the words of your mouth will shape all of your worry, your anxiety, your stress, your pressure, all of that. It'll take that and turn it into, as he said right here, into prayers and connection with God. And when you're connected with God, man, you won't worry about a thing. You will not fret or be anxious about anything. Why? Because your meditation is on those good things that we mentioned just a minute ago. It's we're meditating on the things that God wants us meditating on. And, and that's as a result of what we're saying out of our mouth. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life man he said it's a it's wonderful what happens when christ displaces worry at the center of your life he displaces he removes it how because i choose to take what he has said and put that first place in my life make it a daily commitment I'm going to speak the word of God. 
even when I don't feel like it, even when it doesn't seem like it's doing anything or working, it's working. And what's happening is what it says right here, Christ is displacing worry through the word that I'm speaking at the, at the center of my life, removing it from the center of my life. So if worry is not at the center of my life, what is? God, right? The truth of God, God's wholeness, His mercy, His grace, every, His healing, His everything that He is becomes first place and at the center of my life. And it all comes because I change what I say. It all begins to happen because I change what I say. Verse 8 and 9, and I'll, and I'll, be, in, I'll be through with the Scripture, and i got a couple of more uh, confessions that I want to speak. He said, summing it all up, friends, I say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things that are true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse or to complain about, right? Put into practice what you've learned from me. This is what I was saying earlier. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. He'll work it. He'll work it out, and he'll cause it to be established on the inside of you like you have never, ever, ever, ever known before. What a supernatural God that we serve. What an amazing God we serve and how true he is to his word. Listen, if I didn't spend the time making sure that you understood that your success lies in what you say, then I wouldn't be doing what God put me on this earth for. He put me here to teach the word and to teach you that your whole life and destiny can be fulfilled the way God had it set up before the foundation of the world if you begin to change what you say so that your ideas and your attitudes change from the ways of the world to thinking like God, the ways of the Gentiles thinking now like the, the, the God of the universe. That God of the universe, if you're born again, lives on the inside of you, and he wants to give you everything that he has. Did you hear what I said? He wants you to have everything that he has. And I promise you that one of the things that every human being was created to live with, and that was peace. And that peace only comes when I change the way I think. You cannot have peace if you're not meditating on the truth of what God says is so. That's why he said things that are, um, that are true and noble and reputable and authentic compelling, gracious, things that are the best, not the worst. Always thinking the worst of things. So many people, that they're always thinking the worst. But the reason is because they don't know God. Thinking the best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Not always talking about how ugly this is or that is or whatever. Things to praise, not to curse. Not always complaining and, and, and expecting the worst of everything that's going on. No, let's look at the good in life and the good in people. And I tell you what, the more we do that, and the more we do it and meditate on it on a daily basis, the more we change our whole life. So it starts with me changing what I say. As I begin to change what I say 
and it lines up with what God says is so, then I have something to meditate on. And when I begin to meditate on these things, it begins to change my whole life. That's why I say things every day like this. It's not like it looks with anything. Everything today is subject to change for the good. I say that over my life every day. I say, I'll say it again. It's not like it looks with anything. Nothing is the way it appears to be. Everything is subject to change today for the good. No matter how bad something, you, you may get up and there's several things that are going on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You cast the care of it. I'm telling you, whatever's ugly is turned into good because of what I say and what I meditate on. And God said, I have that ability to bind and loose and line things up in this earth. He gave me that authority to do it. One other thing that I have here that I say every day is, well, I, I think I've already said this, but, but I, I really like this, and, I, and I'm, I'm ending today with this. I cast every care every day, and I worry, fret, or am anxious about absolutely nothing in life. I, I'm not upset. I'm not fretful. I'm not anxious. I'm not worried about anything in life because it doesn't produce anything for me. And it won't produce anything for my family, won't produce anything for the people around me, won't produce anything for this church if I worry and fret about everything that is going on. And I'm telling you, there is a lot of things you and I could be worried, upset about, fretting over in life, and I choose not to. I choose to worry about absolutely nothing. And I encourage you today to do the very same thing.